When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every. NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. For the second time this week, the East Coast Bias Boys ready to go. Joe House, Raheem Palmer. We had the Monday night LeBron Palooza, LeBron special, whatever the hell you want to call it, for him breaking his scoring record, whether it will be on Tuesday or Thursday. You want to check that out. Got a bunch of NBA stuff in there as well. But gentlemen, I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Raheem House, I am ready for Super Bowl 57. Let's get it, boys. What's happening? JJ, you feeling super? Uh, no, actually, because I <laughs> got no sleep on the plane. Uh, I'm definitely a little cranky. I'm definitely a little hungry. Uh, the internet connection at Radio Row was a total disaster. But I, I, I'm never cranky, though, when I see you guys, House and Raheem, especially when we have the week of the Super Bowl and we got a lot of money to make. So let's do it. How are you, Raheem? I'm good. Life is, I can't complain at all. I mean, Super Bowl week, we got the Eagles, we got the Chiefs. I wish it was my beloved Cowboys, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, there's some money to make. There's lots of props. There's, uh, I mean, there's everything that you can think of. So we're going to tr try to put things together, hopefully make everybody some money. Well, that's the idea. And my warning to everybody out there, there are 10 zillion props. So uh, you really don't want to be firing on like 150 props. Find five, 10, I don't know, house for you, maybe 20 or 30 that you really like and kind of narrow it down from there. Um, we got a ton of props to get to. Let's start with the side house. The last time we had a conversation, 
it sure seemed like you were leaning in the direction of the Kansas City Chiefs going into this game. And, you know, a lot of the narratives, Mahomes and Reed going for Super Bowl number two, the idea of that putting them in, in kind of rarefied air when you think about coaches and quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls. Has your conviction on Kansas City enhanced as we have moved closer to the game? Or are you a little bit more wishy-washy as we get closer to Sunday? I'm happy to announce, JJ, I'm feeling even better about the Kansas City Chiefs. I've, I've had the opportunity now. We're a full week since the week plus since the conference championship games. The research is out there. Lots of smart folks from all of the deep analytical angles, including my beloved buddy, Warren Sharp. We're going to try and give out some, some betting buddy winners on Friday, but you know, his work is out there now. And, you know, as I size up at, at the top of my 50,000 foot level mountain, when I take a look at this thing, I'm always trying to see which of the units might have an advantage over other units. So you're looking at offense and defense for Philly, offense and defense for the Chiefs, and then break it down into passing and rushing. And out of all of the units across the board, the one unit that jumps out at me and wants to kiss me right on the lips is the Kansas City Chiefs passing attack, who above all other units in all other phases has genuinely been faced with real competition this year and kicked ass, which is why Patrick Mahomes is the rightful MVP of the season. And I think that the Chiefs' best opportunity for winning this game is that man with the ball in his hands and playing a kind of ball control offense that I think the, the Eagles are particularly susceptible to. The one to nine air yard space. I'm looking for a lot of action there. A lot of my props will flow from there, JJ. So I'm very happy I got the Chiefs at plus 135 on the money line right when these lines came out. And, you know, because now it's all the way down to like plus 104 or something on, on FanDuel. Um, but I, I, I am uh, very much on the Chiefs. I understand that. Raheem. Uh, are you surprised with this line staying as locked in as it has really over the last five or six days? House mentioned it. It moved, you know, a day or two after the AFC and the NFC title games. But it sure seems like the book's very, very comfortable now with where this number is at. And Raheem, I'm guessing I could be wrong on this. I think we're going to have a pretty even split when it's all said and done. Right now, I know the early money came in on the Eagles. Then you got a lot of late money coming in on the Chiefs. Do you expect this to be close to a 50-50 split when we're all said and done come Sunday? Yeah, I think this will definitely be close to a 50-50 split. I think, I mean, when you when they first opened this number, it just felt like the sharper side was the Philadelphia Eagles. But, um, and, and you saw that go to like two, two and a half. Um, and now we're back to a consensus one, one and a half throughout the market. Um, and I think it's just going to sit right there. Um, you know, it's just, the Eagles, they've been the best team all season long. Um, and even though they haven't played anybody, they've been the best team. Uh, and they have a pass rush, which is like vaunted. I mean, they've had 70 sacks this season. And, you know, that's first in the NFL, the second in pressure rate. I mean, they were they came close to breaking a sack record. And, you know, they say football is one in the trenches. And the Eagles are the best on both sides of the trenches. I mean, in terms of having a dominant offensive line and a dominant defensive line. But when you look at the other side of the field, they're going up against Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, we've said this before, but this Philadelphia Eagles defense, when they're playing top 10 passing offenses or top 10 offenses in DVOA, 
they've really struggled. You know, like, in a game against the Detroit Lions, I mean, they gave up, like, 35 points. And so it's just, like, they're averaging 32.3 points per game against top-half offenses in DVOA. I mean, that's the Cowboys. That's the Lions. Um, They just haven't played many teams who have tested him. And I think that this Chiefs team is definitely going to test him with Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt. I thought the Niners were going to have the capability of doing so. That goes completely out the window when Brock Purdy gets knocked out in the second, third series of the game. And listen, Mahomes played brilliantly in the AFC title game. Kansas City, absolutely statistically speaking, they put up numbers. They have Scored a ton of points. The offense has moved seamlessly, even without Tyree Kill throughout the course of this year. But you mentioned it, Raheem. I've seen a lot of Super Bowls over the years where the pass rush goes and dictates the terms of the game. I think about the Giants and the Patriots. I think about the last time Patrick Mahomes was in the Super Bowl. Now, it's not going to be as lopsided. These are evenly matched teams. There are questions from a Philadelphia perspective. House, that pass rush for Philly, though, Reddick, Cox, all the dudes they could throw at you, that's got to be scaring the crap out of you. Be fair. It's magnificent. I mean, I, I want to be absolutely clear. I'll give the Eagles all the flowers that they want. They kicked ass all season long. They were dominant on both sides of, of, of the ball, and they played the schedule that was in front of them and beat all the teams that, that you know, they're supposed to beat. I mean, you know, the the slight mishap with Hurts missing a few games, and it was, it was Magic Minshew time. You live with that. That's what happens over the course of of now a 17-week season. But the thing that I am particularly interested in, and I think uh, is one way that Andy Reid and Mahomes together mind meld, Matt, Patrick Mahomes is magnificent at getting rid of the ball quickly. And we saw that. This is the way that they uh, address the pass rush of the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not equating the Bengals pass rush with the Eagles pass rush, but they let guys come off the ends full steam ahead. And then all of a sudden you see a running back with the ball, you know, right, right at the line of scrimmage and then, and then scooting off. And that could be Jarek McKinnon. That could be Isaiah Pacheco. I am on a bunch of those props because oh, I, love I think it. I that love this it. is the game script for Kansas city. I'm right there with you. And when I think about props, Raheem, you do try to identify what the game script is going to look like and what it's going to be. And neutralizing that pass rush, to me, there's a lot of focus on the Kansas City running backs to house this point. Pacheco is the guy that I'm all over. And you know where I like him? I like him from a receiving standpoint. I think he's a guy that's going to get plenty of dump-offs. I think he's going to get plenty of receptions. He is somebody that I've identified right out of the gate. Isaiah Pacheco, who's really come on over these last few weeks, he is a guy I'm all over. Receptions, yards, I'm playing him a bunch of different ways. Can we get your endorsement, Raheem? Yeah, you can definitely get my endorsement on that. I, I, I totally agree with that. So, House, what do you win on when it comes to Pacheco? Because I'm looking right now as we sit here on FanDuel. And by the way, God bless the state of Arizona. Because unlike last year's Super Bowl, where I was like uh, a fish in the dark and I had no idea what was going on, I am now in a spot where, hey, guess what? I can look at FanDuel. I can access the site. I can place wagers whenever the hell I want. God bless Arizona. 46 and a half rushing yards. House, are you in? JJ, just tee me up, baby. I'm not touching the rushing yards because I don't think that's the way that the Eagles want to play this. The Eagles, uh, uh, the, the Chiefs want to play this. The Eagles rush attack over the second half of the season when they acquired Limbaugh Joseph and they acquired Endomican Sue. 
became a dominant rush defense. All of the stats from weeks one through 10 in terms of rush defense for the Eagles, throw them out the window. Just tell me what happened when those two dudes were uh, part of the defense. They were they were dominant. I'm not touching any Chiefs rushing numbers, but the receptions, reception yards, that's where my action is at, JJ. I understand that. So I'm looking 16 and a half for him is the receiving number for Pacheco. I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I actually love that. I mean, I, I love that too. You know, um, you know, House said he doesn't want to touch any of the Russian stuff. And I think that leads me to a prop that I really like. I like Patrick Mahomes. Like, I think he's over, I think FanDuel, like it was 37 and a half earlier this year. I mean, earlier this week, rather. And now it's up to about 39. I like Patrick Mahomes over 39 and a half passing attempts. I mean, when you look at his his past two Super Bowls, I mean, he's had 49 and 42 passing attempts in those games. And this year, he's averaging about 39 passing attempts per game. Um, so I think the Chiefs are going to throw it a lot. And, you know, when you look at Super, Super Bowls historically, you tend to have quarterbacks throwing more often than not. So I think and 10 out of the last... 11 Super Bowls, quarterbacks have gone over their season average. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to pass it a ton. So I, I like the over 30, 39 and a half um, passing attempts for Patrick Mahomes. All right. Uh, it seems United front here early. I like this. Yeah, dream, dream still in my stuff. I had some good stuff on this one. This one is one of my favorite props on the entire board because of the idea that the Chiefs um, control the ball this way. They keep their defense off the field through through the, the pass attempt kind of game. I mean, uh, uh, we, we, there's a great number out there. Uh, Mahomes has attempted at least 38 passes in s- seven straight postseason games. If you take out the two games where he got hurt, he got hurt against Cleveland in 2020, and he got hurt a couple weeks ago against Jacksonville. But seven straight of at least 38 passes, Raheem hit on the number that he's he's been a- averaging this season. So if you take that and then you correlate that with the script that you saw last week where my man Isaiah Pacheco had Six targets, caught five of them, and the yardage I think was was fifty nine yards. So you can parlay, you can parlay Pacheco sixteen and a half yards plus over one and a half receptions. That parlay is even money. I'm jumping in on that. I tried to parlay it with the pass attempts, but they wouldn't let me. I got to call the people at, at at Fanduel on that one. But you well, know, we that, that to me is one. That's one of my favorite on ones. House. We gotta get I, on I that agree. without a doubt. That's one of my favorite ones, JJ. Okay, so I'm thinking about the Eagles and their big play passing capabilities and a couple of big plays they hooked up on against San Francisco. One of them maybe should not have counted. There were other opportunities in this game where it looked like Jalen Hurts had receivers wide open. So here's what I'm thinking about, guys. I think Devontae Smith is a home run hitter. That's what it boils down to. I'm seeing his longest reception, Raheem. 23 and a half. I'm getting out of even money. I think Devontae Smith is connected on a long ball, at least 30-plus yards in this game. Like, I think it will be there for him. I think a lot of the attention is going to be paid to A.J. Brown in this particular game. There will be a big play or two for Devontae Smith. I saw this one, circled it immediately, over 23 and a half yards. Your thoughts? This is tough for me just because, you know, when you look at Jalen Hurts, like, recently. I mean, he's really struggled. I mean, he's seen, like, a huge drop in completion over expectation. Um, So his accuracy hasn't necessarily been there. Um, Now, normally, I think I would agree with you, but I'm kind of staying away from Hurts' props in terms of 
of just going overs and, you know, having to air it out just because I don't know, you know, really what's going on with them. Um, so it's just like, it's a prop that I, I mean, it looks interesting, but I just kind of just don't want to attack anything where I'm dependent on Hurts. I get that. That's fine. But there are going to be big plays. That's that's kind of yeah. my thought process. Like if you're game planning against the Eagles, you're thinking about that rushing attack. Then when you think about their passing attack, like the first guy Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo are going to talk about is A.J. Brown. So, like, I, I just think a lot of one-on-one coverage, all it takes is one fly route basically down the field. House, I'll take that at even money any day of the week. Because I think it will be – I think you will have multiple chances to get it. I don't mind it. I prefer the over total for Devontae Smith just because, you know, you don't want him to catch a 22-yard ball and lose that prop that you're talking about, JJ. But he gets to, to 80 or 85 yards in, in the aggregate because I do think, unlike what we've seen out of the Eagles over the last three or four games, they really are going to throw the ball. They're going to be on a pass-heavy script. I mean, uh, what we see out of them in their first drive of games is, you know, uh, throw to score, and then they run to win. This is, I'm stealing that right from Warren Sharp. Uh, kudos to Sharpie for it. But look, man, I, I think that this is, it's, it's going to be a close game throughout. So I think that the Eagles will be in their bag trying to uh, maximize assets. And I think you're right, Spags will take away some of the A.J. Brown action, which leaves Devontae Smith on an island. And I like that uh, position for the Eagles. Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 57 action with a no-sled same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl SGP doesn't hit. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sports book. You know, the East Coast bias, boys. We got a lot of action for Super Bowl 57. For me, how about this? Eagles to win. Dallas Goddard over receiving yards. Boston, Scott, right? Scott to score a touchdown. And then Isaiah Pacheco over receiving yards. How about that for an SGP? You new to FanDuel? Sign up with promo code GAMBLERS when you download the app. Either way, you get bonus bets back. If you're no sweat, same game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states, three plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. They expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IN-INDIANA. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP-IN-LOUISIANA. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit 100gambler.net in West Virginia. Okay, Raheem, time to shine, bro. What do we got lined up? Mm -hmm. I know you're sitting there waiting patiently. We're firing a bunch at you. Give me something that catches your eye. Okay, so, I mean, last week we said higher score in half. Second half, minus 140. Um, that's always one of my favorites that I always like like to give out. We said that last week. Um, we said Patrick Mahomes, MVP, plus 120. Actually, it's up to plus 130 now. Um, 
you know, one of the, like, I think we're going to get a score in the first 630. Um, I don't know if this is up at FanDuel yet, but um, you can find it at, at minus 130. Um, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they've scored on 63.2% of their open opening drives. Um, to quote Warren Sharp on this, I mean, the only team that's higher than them is the Chicago Bears at 70, 70.6%. So um, I just think when you look at the fact that only 5.3% of the Eagles opening drives have ended in a three and out, I think it's very likely that you get an early score if the Eagles get the ball first. And then the Chiefs, I mean, they just have such an explosive offense. So I like, will there be a score in the, in the first six minutes and 30 seconds of this game? Yes, minus 130. I like that. I like that. Uh, and you're not laying heavy juice. So that's always a good sign. That's always something that's going to catch my eye. Um, how and then it's also, the one thing I want to add is that because... You know, we gave out the over, I think, on the last East Coast Bias podcast. We gave out the over 49. That's up to 51 now. That's also correlated with this prop. So I think one of the things that I like to approach when I'm doing props is that I like to hit the same, I like to hit the same angle in multiple props. Now, of course, you know, if one goes bad, it can kind of snowball. But I mean, if you're on the money with your reads, it tends to, you know, work out exponentially for you. Okay, you guys know I like a long shot touchdown prop. They're fun to root for. You, you don't want to be just throwing out minus on any, every single one of these props. I want to have a long shot to root for. So, House, this is one I identified. To score a touchdown. And maybe this is my New York bias kicking in because I've seen this guy score 10 zillion touchdowns against the New York Giants. I just got a weird feeling. Great Scott. Boston Scott at plus 550 to score. Listen, Sanders gets a lot of work. Has a lot of carries. Boom, you bring the back up into the game. He ends up getting into the end zone. House, can I get you on board with great Scott at plus 550? Anytime touchdown. This is some scary shit now. I mean, something's going on with East Coast <laughs> bias. We're in three different locations, but the East Coast is, is you know, it's we're, we're flowing on the same brainwaves. I thought that was going to be my best long shot prop, JJ. I love this prop. Boston's got anytime touchdown. He's scored in three consecutive games, right? You're not, don't, no reason to mess with Kenneth Gainwell. They run him, they run great Scott in the first half of these games. And once they get inside of the 10 yard line, they trust him. He gets those touches. So it's either Hertz or Scott. I don't care about Sanders. You can have Sanders for an anytime touchdown if you think that they're going to be running the ball in the second half. But Boston's got a plus 550 anytime, three consecutive games, all of his touchdowns in the first half. Let's go ahead and cash one before halftime. Then you can enjoy those nachos, JJ. I love it. And Raheem, listen, I know when you see plus 550 on an anytime touchdown, it almost seems too good to be true. But let's be real about this. The market in the prop department has been underselling Boston Scott. I I don't care what you tell me. To House's point, there's value there. I'm sorry. Anytime touchdown, he gets a lot of goal line carries. I'm taking a shot at plus 550. It's a good number. I'm not mad at that. I mean, when you look at the fact that, you know, Jalen Hurts is still hurt too, I mean, I mean, I'm not mad at that at all. I, like, I I guess I can definitely see that one. It's, it's worth worth a flyer. All right, House, fire some more at me. I love this. This is like rapid <laughs> fire here with these props. We're just going round and round and round we go. We're not going to go through this whole show without um, throwing some some flowers at, at Dallas Goddard. Um, this is yes. a, a, a particular area of vulnerability. It's interesting for both of these teams, their defenses, their linebacking core in coverage 
both of them are a little bit weak. So that's this is a spot where we're trying to maximize some of these props. That's why the Pacheco props, the Jarek McKinnon props for receivers coming out into that, you know, one yard to nine yard space potentially for the Chiefs. And then uh, for, for, the, for the Eagles, uh, that quick underneath throw, a way to address you know, some of that chiefs pressure, the, ch- the chiefs, you know, we, 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 we gave out the right, uh, huzzahs to the Eagles pass rush Chiefs second in the league in, in, in sacks, I believe. I mean, Chris Jones is, is a beast. One of the ways to neutralize Chris Jones is some quick underneath throws. The Kansas city linebackers in coverage have been vulnerable. So I'm on Goddard receptions, uh, four and a half receptions. You play over it's minus minus one forty six. There's a lot of people out there that agree with this particular approach. The receiving yards have moved over the course of, of, of the last nine days or so. They were at 46 and a half. I got that price. You know, I got 46 and a half. They're all the way up to 50 and a half now. I'm still comfortable with it. It's minus 114. Uh, and then if you want an anytime touchdown on Dallas Goddard, that's plus 175. But he he clears this number when he has Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. They have a they have their own mind meld. Nine of the 12 times when, when Jalen Hurts is, is playing quarterback, Dallas Goddard clears these receptions and his receiving yards number. So you got to get some Goddard action going. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page with this. Like, I actually, I mean, like, I feel like me and um, House are just reading each other's minds right now. Um, we look at the Chiefs, the third worst in defending the, 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 the middle of the field. I really like Goddard props. I think, you know, one that you could add on to that is that you could add on um, Dallas Goddard first touchdown score. Um, I think you can get that like 12 yes. to 1. Um, yes. Yeah, if you were I looking like for a it. long shot. But I really love these Goddard props. I think you, you got to play to over four and a half. You got to play anytime touchdown. Um, so we're all on the same page here. Gentlemen. I have a wager I want to add to this because Raheem, that is on my list for first touchdown. I mean, this is, I like this. There's a lot of unity right now with the East Coast bias boys with a lot of these props. And I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we did not exchange cards. We did not exchange sheets. This is not some sort of collusion in case you're keeping score at home. Guys, what do you think about this? On that note, Raheem, first position to score a touchdown, tight end. Three to one house. Running backs plus 175. Wide receivers plus 200. You got Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. I'll take a stab at either one of those guys to get first touchdown at plus 310. I like that, dude. I love that. Um, I absolutely love that. And I, I think, you know, if you're doing that, you might as well add Travis Kelsey um, minus 115 for any time touchdown. When you look at him in the postseason, I think he scored touchdowns in the last five games and 11 of 14. So he scores touchdowns in the postseason. So you got you you got to you got to play that one. I like that one. I like that one a lot too. Takes the juice out of it. I don't I don't want to lay any juice on any of these uh, touchdown props, but I, I like very much the idea of three to one. You know there are so many of these props that are out there, and FanDuel has like these specials that I'm just seeing now, and like some of them guys are like, holy shit, these are juicy. Like listen to this one, House. Isaiah Pacheco, 50-plus receiving yards, one rushing or receiving touchdown, 14-1. to one. Mm. You, uh, The only risk there is, you know, they have so many different ways to... Uh, to score. I know that. To score, know you that. know, just pass it around. But Mahomes is out there giving out assists, touchdown assists like a beast. Uh, that would be the only sort of knock on Pacheco. But at 14-1... to one, 
because we already have our conviction about him getting to that yardage total um, in terms of that. That was a, a reception, a receiving yardage total or a rushing total. No, it is a receiving total, which is right yeah. up your alley. I feel like that you is. want to be That's, in that market more so than the rushing. You know that I do. I, I, I already said I don't want to be in the rushing market, but yes. Okay, that's fun. 14 to 1's good times. I enjoy that. Raheem, any offensive lineman to score a touchdown? 30 to 1. Interested? Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> what does Jalen no? Rose always say? I can't. That's a no for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Randy Jackson. That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. Listen, I'm just throwing out <laughs> some specials here. Fat guy touchdown. Some people want to root for a fat guy touchdown. The one reason why I can't, like, honestly, the reason why I can't do it is because I think this is a closer game. And I think when you have a closer game, you kind of see less, you know, less things like that. But if this was like a game that I felt like it could be a blowout, I would, I would, I would say, say yes. <laughs> I mean, around the goal line, though, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. 31. Just saying. It's possible. But it's just, I mean, it's a long shot. Listen, 30 to 1, it's 31 for a reason. You know, I, I think it probably should be like 50 to 1. And I, I say that just because when you look at the Eagles historically, they run that quarterback sneak. Like, that's what they do. Um, they run a quarterback sneak and then they have two good running backs. And then when you look at the Chiefs, I mean, Travis Kelsey is just a, a touchdown machine. So it's just, it's hard for me to see it. The the best way for that to come through through is is for one of them dudes to fumble and offensive lineman falls on it. That that's the best way. That's your best hope because they ain't running no plays for the offensive lineman in this game. Not at the goal line. They, these two teams have too many ways to score the football. All right, so no fat guy touchdown. The boys are out on that. I'm just just throwing out some long shots. That's what we do around here. All right, let's get to MVP guys. We talked about Hassan Reddick last week. I have a ticket on Hassan Reddick because to me, house. There are a lot more avenues for somebody on Philadelphia to go and win Super Bowl MVP as opposed to the Chiefs. If there, if there's one guy on the Chiefs, though, if not that I'm thinking about it, that maybe could make a case for MVP. What if Travis Kelsey is just certifiably insane in this game and he has two or three touchdowns and he has like five or six big third down conversions? Can I sell you on Kelsey? Maybe it's 16-1. to I don't like the re- the return on that. The the one that I like better. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, from the Chiefs is Sky Moore, and the reason I like Sky Moore, Sky Moore, one hundred forty to one with Sky Moore, my brother. Yeah. Mm. So that now we're talking. If we want to get long shot, let's just get into the let's get into uh, the underwear and go long, baby. Now he is the prime beneficiary of the injuries that have occurred at the receiver position for the Chiefs. We already know that he's the punt returner. So the script for for, for this to come to pass is an extra, is, is like a punt return for a touchdown and maybe a couple other returns that are that are strong and then some number of targets, right? Where where he is because he he's an unknown quantity to the Chiefs. So he gets vertical, he catches a couple touchdowns. All of a sudden Sky Moore's got three touchdowns and and one of them is a punt return, and the Chiefs win by, you know, it's a close game no matter what. Now you're looking at Sky Moore time, 140 to 1. I mean, that that's that's worth 10 bucks. I spent 10 bucks on far worse than that, JJ. I understand that. Raheem, do you have any long shot MVPs that you're keeping an eye on? So we talked about Hassan Reddick last week. Um, I think another one that you want to watch out for is Miles Sanders. Um He's going to have a big game this week. I mean, when you look at, I mean, this Kansas City Chiefs defense, like Miles Sanders should be able to run all over them. And 
I expect him to lead the, the team in rushing. So, I mean, at, at plus 175, I think that's a good bet. But if he's going to lead the team in rushing and, you know, he puts the team on his back, that plus 25 to 1, I mean, I think there's good value there. Um, so, um, I think he's out. Like, I like his his over. I think his over right now is probably like 61 and a half. I think it opened up at like 59. I think he goes over that. I mean, he's going over like 60 about seven or eight times this year. So, um I, I really like that one. If I had to like choose a long shot from from the Eagles, because I don't think there's any long shots from the Chiefs. Um, so I could I, give I you one, Raheem. I could give you one. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think I'm going to bet it, but just thinking about the script, what if Chris Jones is an absolute monster in this game? What if this game is lower scoring than we think? What if mm-hmm. Chris Jones is just beating the living daylights out of Jalen Hurts, and the Eagles cannot run the ball at all, and he has two or three sacks in the game? That I, I'm just throwing it out there. Possible? That's very possible. Uh, it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, five thousand to one, it's worth a, it's, it's worth a shot. I mean, like I, I I can agree with that. It's just Patrick Mahomes. It's just he just overshines everything. And I, well, I, I get just think that. They Listen, make- more likely than not, we think if Kansas City is going to go and win this game, Mahomes is going to have to play really well in order for them to win. And, and that's why we talked about the MVP. Dude, the one thing I will say is that. This Eagles defensive line, I mean, they could cause some problems for Patrick Mahomes. And like you said, if it's a lower scoring game, I could I could see this happening because Patrick Mahomes really hasn't played well in any of his Super Bowls. I mean, when you look at the, the Super Bowl against the, the 49ers, I mean, they were down 10 with six, seven minutes to go. And then, of course, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, they were like never in that game. So Chris Jones could easily take over this game and and still one. So I like, I, I like that one. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I think if you're going to um, have a thesis where Hassan Reddick could take the, the, the game over, then it's, it's worth that same, a similar kind of investment. Cause what if it's a close game all the way throughout and then Chris Jones, you know, causes a fumble, recovers it himself and runs into the end zone. And that's the game winning touchdown. Chris Jones wins the MVP. If that's what, you know, come to pass, now, that's a highly, highly extraordinarily remote uh, come to pass circumstance. But 50 to 1? Okay. All right. I spent $10 uh, worse than that. We're 100% flirting. Okay. I got two for you, and then we'll wrap it up with our side, our pick, and you know maybe we'll wrap it up with a favorite prop, too. We'll do that. I like these guys. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a fourth down conversion. Now, yes, to get a fourth down conversion is way too much juice. Minus 550. I'm not interested in that. No, 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 no. I'll pass. That's, they, the books have finally wisened up on that because the league and the way football is coached and it's played is drastically different. But here's what I like, guys. Will there be an offensive touchdown scored on a fourth down? To me, you get around the goal line, you need to score. You don't want to kick a field goal. How's plus 270 an offensive touchdown on a fourth down? Juicy, bro. Very juicy. Definitely investing in this. Absolutely. Well, the one thing about both of these teams, both of these coaches, their their approach, they're fearless. Neither one of these teams plays with fear. Neither one of these teams is just taking the points. Uh, I think both teams will will be going for it if they're if they're you know close enough to the to the goal line uh, and it fits the script. I have no issue whatsoever. Plus two seventy feels nice to me. I'm not laying the juice on any conversion, but yes, plus two seventy for a touchdown off a fourth down conversion, sign me up. All right, boys. Moment of truth time. Side, total, favorite prop. Triple threat, 
House, I know where you're going with the side, but over under and favorite prop. Let's hear it. Um, I I am now uh slightly so I'm on the on the Chiefs money line, which means I'll gladly take the points as well. I've already done so. I'm now leaning slightly under the 51 or 50 and a half, just because if if the game script that's coming into view for me comes to pass, which is Chiefs trying ball control through short passes. Uh, and you know, the Eagles may be out to a slim lead and then try and start running the ball, which has been their style all season long. That 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 ratchets down the scoring. So it's a it's an under for me at 51 and under for me at 50 and, and a half, and then the Chiefs money line and and total. And then my uh, the props are the Pacheco props. I can't get enough of them. I'm gonna hit, I've hit them early. I'm gonna hit them often. Um, that's where my action's at. Raheem? Okay, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. I haven't taken anything on them yet. Um, I still want to think about this a little bit more, um, but I lean towards the Chiefs. Obviously, I gave you guys the over 49. I would not play this number at 51. I think at 51, I mean, you got a key number. It's is, is not really a good number there, but I think I would play this at 50, 50 and a half. Um, at 51, I think you you just got to pass. Um, so, that I mean, the over 49 is an official play for me. Um, hopefully, you can, you can get 50 and a half. Um, as far as my props, I mean, you you guys have heard the props already. Um, I said, um, would it be a score in the first 630? Yes. Um, that's correlated with the over. Um, obviously, I like Patrick Mahomes over 39 passing attempts. Um, I also like highest score in half, second half minus 140. Um, I, I like Dallas Goddard anytime touchdown. I like Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. Um, so those are my strongest ones right there. Well, I'm going contrarian on the side. I got the Eagles in this game. I think they're better one through 53. I'm sick and tired of picking against them. I think they're going to get to a hobble Patrick Mahomes. And I've just seen way too many game scripts over the years where that pass rush can go and dictate the terms of the Super Bowl. So I'm on Philadelphia. I do think we're going to have some points in this game, though. I do. I think there will be a little bit of a track meet type of feel to this one. So I'm riding the over as well, Raheem. And listen, our props are basically in unison. I love the Pacheco props. I love the Dallas Goddard props. I'm in on Boston Scott. And then that over reception for Devontae Smith. The Bama boy is going to have a bomb. I'm just fairly confident we are going to see that. So, boys, I know this. A lot of these props we will be riding together with. Decide the total. Who the hell cares about that stuff? It's Super Bowl week. Let's have fun, man. Let's get it. JJ, don't catch anything while you're down there in Arizona. Stay away from the Scorpions. I will stay away from the Scorpions, and hopefully I will hit the golf ball straight for you tomorrow. I can't promise that, but I will try. I'm not going to lie, JJ. If if I can, I might meet you out there. (laughs) You know, I've never been to Phoenix, so guys, please send me recommendations. Any listeners of East Coast Bias, tweet them at me. I I have no idea where I'm going. I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to gamble. I want to be a true-blooded American here on Super Bowl week. Let's go here. Good work by the War Guy Warrior. Good work by Raheem and House. Guys, next week, believe it or not, football season's over. So, uh, Ah. you know, I'll be be in the lab. Don't worry. College basketball season awaits. NBA futures season awaits. (laughs) Oh, before before we go, before we go, um, speaking of NBA, you know, last night we did the the East Coast Bias show with Bill Simmons and we spoke about the the method of how LeBron James is going to break the all-time scoring record. And we neglected to mention that, you know, LeBron James was working on his hook shot. So I think he's going to... Other! Um, other! Yeah, yes. so I think the other is the way to go. Um, other. Take a shot on that, just because I can see him, you know, paying homage to 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with how he breaks the record. I like that one. Other. When in doubt, other. I, I love right, it. Boys. I love it. East Coast Bias Boys are out. Good job by the War Gown Warrior. We'll touch base next week, hopefully with a little extra in our pocket. Be good, everybody. 